Shannon Romano is an over 20 year industry veteran. She is a professional hairstylist specializing in precision color and design on wigs. Her clients include Cardi B, Mercedes Renato, and Trinity Fatu, just to name a few. Today, we're going to get a behind-the-scenes peek and understand what a day in the life of someone who does this for a living. Welcome back to the Hairdresser Strong Show. My name is Robert Hughes, and I am your host today. I'm with Shannon Romano. How are you doing today, Shannon? I am good, Robert. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing um, about like what what exactly like is it like like I I'm so curious to know um you know from a person who does this this is full time right this is what you do full time yeah yeah definitely uh full time and then some I would say so <laughs> <laughs> and uh you're also raising kids so why don't you so anybody who did not get to watch or see the previous conversation that we had where we got to hear your story uh, I highly recommend you go back and watch or listen to it it is a very interesting story and I feel like uh, a lot of people could like uh, hear that and uh you know find similarities in common and maybe even learn a few things so, but for those people who didn't and they're listening now, would you give us a high level, just like a quick recap of your story? And so kind of catch catch everybody up. Uh, sure. So I started in the industry, like you said, over 20 years ago. Um, I've had a lot of jobs, a lot of different jobs, not just hair within that time frame. And I think like I've just always continue to follow my heart as far as like the passion of hair and like, you know, picking different pieces here and there up that I still do love and enjoy and like just kind of tailoring it to what I do now. Um, it was never like my end goal. I didn't have like this huge dream or plan as far as like what I do now, but I just think when it comes to hair, it's great. It's a great career because you can constantly just as long as you, like I was said in the past uh, podcast, as long as you continue to follow your heart, you can kind of, it just ends up happening. You know, you just end up in these places you never thought you'd, you'd end up in. But, you know, now I actually, I was talking to my husband about this the other day. I actually um, do all the aspects, everything that I love to do in some way, shape or form, I do now. It's like part of my job. And I think that is 100% just, like I said, just following your heart and just continuing to pursue those things and those interests. So yeah, and here we are now. Well, I also, um, I also want to kind of put in, in there that uh, I remember your story having a lot of ups and downs and, uh, and highs and lows. And uh, if I remember correctly, you considered maybe not doing hair at one point. Is that correct? I would say I probably have felt that way a few times, honestly. Yeah. Um, and that's why I also always say that even if you take a step back and you stop doing hair completely, which I have done a couple times, I always came back to like there were certain parts of it that I missed, you know, and I've always been a very artistic type person. Um, I never thought that could I could make a career out of that necessarily. Um, but I just think with the times and things that have changed and with the internet and social media, especially, I feel like having a more artistic type job is a feasible, a very feasible thing, which when I was younger was, did not exist really. Um, and so like all these things started to become more tangible, I think because of the internet and living in a time before the internet, I think I, I really like 
realized and like used that leverage to get to where I am now. But like you said, like uh, there's always ups and downs. Um, that I think that's what life is all about, really falling down and getting back up. And I'm sure I'll continue to do that till the day I die. That's, that's literally what life is all about. But um, like I said, you always come back to this place of like what you love to do and like what you're passionate about, at least for me, like that's what keeps me alive. That's what like, you know, really drives me. And even in times of struggle or times when I thought I was done with doing hair, um, I guess I just always sort of have come back to it just because there's so much intertwined within hair that I'm just so passionate about that it's just, it's forever kind of thing. Uh, so I would, I just want to, um, I want to show people what this passion has created. So I'm going to share my screen real quick. If you're listening on podcast, you can uh, look in the description below and click on her um, YouTube or sorry, her Instagram handle, and it'll take you right to where I am. So this is literally the beginning uh, of the, uh, like, I didn't even, I didn't even scroll down that much. So just to give everybody an under, an idea of what we're talking about here, um, this color, I mean, like, that one's really so cool, this one, like, yeah. Stuff. yeah, look at that, that's so cool, so, all right, so now that, every, oh, look, there we are, a little, oh, yeah, that's where we first met, yeah, at, uh, at Presley Poe and Friends, I just, that's right. that, that's about to, uh, they're about to launch that again. Yeah. All right, cool. So I just, yeah, I was just quick, like little give a context to anybody who's watching this. All right, so now what we're here today for is to kind of get a little peek behind the curtain. And uh, we, we got a chance to get to know you and your story and how you got there. And now we want to know what, what is it like? Um, you know, I, I'm curious to know everything from client new client acquisition uh, client management, like if you're dealing with entertainers, like what is that like? I really, I really think that would be an interesting part of the conversation. And then also maybe what is, uh, what is your process? Like how long does it do things take usually? Uh, what type of like, maybe you could give us a little, uh, a little, um, bonus material where you maybe talk about like, the type of wigs or paint that you use or something like that. But um, first, why don't we start with what is uh, what is the process of like someone, you getting a customer? Like, how does that usually work? So it, uh, usually one of two things, either I'm, you know, looking at different things on social media and like pursuing certain people that I want to work with. Um, I save everything on my Instagram. Um, pretty much I'm all, I mean, I guess I can't really call it work because it's also what I love. I just love to do it. But if I'm on social media, um, nine times out of 10, you know, I'm looking at different people I want to work with different people like up and comers, people that I really just connect with for whatever reason, um, the person they are or you know, visually, like what they're doing and what they're all about. And I'm always just like saving people in these files of like, I have, I mean, I should probably share that one day, but just like so many different categories of things um, that I have saved as far as 
people to work with um, for different things, photographers, makeup artists, um, models, celebrities, uh, fashion designers, like you name it, like so many different things. And um, so sometimes like when I have, I guess, more time to like pursue those types of things, I'll, you know, reach out to say that person's team, like if it's a celebrity, I'll figure out like who works with that celebrity as far as like who does the hair, who's the photographer, like who knows these people, because it's, it's a lot easier to make those connections with the people around them. Um, and a lot of times I've done that just by talking to other uh, celebrity hairstylists. So there's quite a few celebrity hairstylists now that I'm pretty in the know with and they know who I am and that I talk to. And so if I have an idea for something or whatever, I'll like present it to, you know, different people in that way. If I have time to do that, um, I also, people will approach me for different things and say, Hey, like saw your work, like, you know, I'd love to do this. would love to work with you, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it just depends, but whatever's going on, like if I don't have a lot going on as far as people pursuing me, then I'll pursue other people or I'll work on my own passionate projects. Like right now I'm also um, putting together my own collection of wigs. So I try to always like keep a certain amount of work constantly going um, regardless, you know? So say like if I have like a week or two downtime, I'm not necessarily working on something for someone else. I'll work on my own work because I know like eventually like, those pieces will be sold and I'll make money that way. So it's like, I feel like with hair too, it's like one of those jobs where you never really know like how much work, how busy you're going to be during certain times or how much money you're going to make during certain times of year. But I try to really make consistency within that with, by just doing like my own stuff as well. So I kind of like, know like pretty much every month, like how much works on my plate, how much money I'm making, because I make that consistent with wow. doing my own work as well. But Sometimes my passion projects get put to the side because like literally I can get a phone call. Um, like for example, Friday night, I was finishing up a wig. Like I was like all caught up and I'm like, all right, cool. Like now I'm going to work on some of my, you know, personal pieces. And then I get, you know, a call to do something um, for a designer and I have like two days, you know? Hmm. So I just never know. Someone could <laughs> So I got a question. So with uh, two questions. First question, uh, if you said that you like reach out to people and you kind of like pitch them, I mean, you didn't use that word, but what I want to know is, do you say, hey, I think this piece would be really good on you, on you or your, like, if you're talking to a celebrity stylist about their celebrity that they work with on your celebrity, or do you, um, or do you draw designs and show people like what the idea is before you do it? Or is everything completely commissioned and you work with the customer uh, on what they want and you like collaborate together? And then like, what is that process like? I would say yes. Um, <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> yes, um, to all of it. You know, sometimes I'll have an idea for someone and I'll, pitch it and they'll be like yeah that's really cool like let's do that like she'll love it blah 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 sometimes they'll come to me and they'll be like hey can you do this specific thing and then I'll draw something up I have a whole sketchbook of designs that I'll draw up for them so they can visually see you know what I can create for them and then you know go from there it's all of it it's just it just depends it depends uh, on the day um it depends on the hour 
And I love working like that because I, I love being a part of other people's ideas and bringing those ideas to life for them. I love the sense of like being a, a part of something bigger than myself and like being a part of the team. Um, but I also love obviously like creating my own work too. And so I think like when I first really, I'm glad you showed my page because you can really see like as far as like the artistic side of what I do, when I really started to dive deep into that, it was a lot more of me doing like anything and everything. Like just, it was all me. It was all just what I wanted to do. I only did what I wanted to do and that was it. Um, I also obviously had more time to do that because I didn't have people in my DMs or calling me about work yet. So I could like do all my own stuff. And what's great about where I'm at now is I kind of really got to a point where I was kind of like done with that. And I think like when it comes to being an artist, a lot of artists, and this is why I feel like I've, I'm, I'm so half and half with like being a hairstylist and being an artist because with a lot of artists, like they like to just do what they want to do all the time. Um, but when you're a hairstylist and like the part of big part of like, for me, like what I loved about always being a hairstylist was making other people happy, like creating things for other people, um, being a part of their, you know, their vision. So it's like really is this merging of the two. Um, I would never just say I'm an artist. I would never just say I'm a hairstylist, but it just really is like this coming together. And especially now I would say with my work, because I do do a lot more work now for other people. It's not just for myself, but it's so much more purpose in that. And it's so much more intentional, which I felt like I was, I was lacking and I like really wanted that. Um, and it just came at like the perfect time. And I was also starting to obviously pursue that more because I was ready for more in that way, as far as working for others. But in the beginning, it was really just me like trying to get good at what I, at my technique, honestly. And, um, you know, I think like where we ended off with the podcast last was I had just done something for Cardi B. And at that time, so for that specific situation, I knew who her, her hairstylist was. So I reached out to her and would tag her in my work. And like, I really researched like what Cardi B liked, the colors she wore, the colors she likes, um, the patterns, like you just, you gotta research like, you know, um, your client or like what you think that person would want. And so um, I could see that she kind of liked like this tropical vibe a lot she would wear. She really likes like blue and green, uh, Monstera plants and stuff like that. So I actually ended up creating a weft for a different client, which is just a piece of hair, but um, that you can attach into your hair. I used to do a lot of that in the beginning. So I created this weft, it was Monstera leaves um, for a different client. And I tagged Cardi B's hairstylist in that post. And that's kind of how that became, came about. She just messaged me in DMs and was like, hey, is this a wig? You know, could you make something like this? Cardi would love this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I didn't have the wig, it wasn't a wig and it wasn't even mine anymore. So I ended up, I just took that and like hit the ground running. Like, obviously if this is something that her hairstylist is saying that she would want, I'm gonna do it, you know? So I just did it. I did it before, you know, I was paid before like money was even talked about or on the table or whatever. Um, and I talk about that a lot too in my education that I now do for people is just like seizing the opportunity um, when you can, and there are just certain things 
in your career where you have to know when it's worth it and when it's not worth it. And it just really is about like making these decisions and like playing this game and like moving the right pieces at the right time. And um, I feel like your success is like so much about that, about your decisions and the things you do. And it's also like something I'm just so, I just love it. Like, I love all of that. So, okay. Um, so wait a minute, the classes that you're doing, uh, <laughs> how often do you do classes? So I have a private education page on Instagram. Okay. Um, I don't like promote it a ton, but I probably should promote it more just because there's so yes. Many yes. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Heck yes. That, and that too, like I, I created all of that before, like now I'm like a lot busier and I'm so glad I created that when I did, because there's no way I could do that now. Um, and that's also just like leveraging what you have at the moment. Like I had a lot of time. So I used that time to create this platform, to create this education that I could then, you know, have that would always be there that I could also like make money off of. And I'm not like necessarily working on that every single day. You know, people, as I grow in this section of what I do, will want this section of what I do, which I don't have to pour as much time into while I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think that's like just the entrepreneur in me. It's like thinking about things in that way. Um, not putting myself in one basket and doing all that, but like trying to figure out other ways to kind of like monopolize on all of that. So um, yeah, I created that at the perfect time for me, honestly. And then sorry, I kinda... sorry, I don't want to interrupt. I you said something earlier that I really want to make sure that I pay I draw attention to, um, uh, especially for the audience kind of watching and the people we target and uh, talking to them about like what you what things people do to be successful and uh, how they find success and you mentioned something about uh seeing the opportunity and knowing when it's a good opportunity to uh to pursue and you also uh you in in that what you were saying i got like the spirit of um where like the amount of work uh the amount of time the amount of uh, mental power and uh, an investment that you make into this work it sounded like um, it can be quite like intense at at times uh, where you have to push yourself uh, could one did I get that right and two if I did could you expand on that a little bit um you mean as far as like reaching out to other people or just well no you said that uh you were working on something and then you were like oh I'm done now I can do this other thing and then you got a call and you're like oh I need to need this work done in two days and it's like well, wait a minute I need my uh my my break first but you didn't yeah. say that you didn't say well wait a minute I need a boundary here I need like a clean break in between projects yeah. for my mental health like <laughs> could you talk a little bit about that yeah um yeah and actually I had just finished something and I was like pretty it was freaking exhausted when I got this message but like I was saying too about like just playing playing the right parts and like using your leverage like certain things will come to you at times when you just really have to seize that opportunity um regardless and I think in those moments I get the energy to do those things because I know it's it is worth it um 
And it's like kind of picking and choosing when those things are worth it and when they're not worth it. Um, a lot of times I'll say, you know, it takes like two to four weeks for me to complete something. Um, but in this case, I felt like it was one of those things that could be like a pivotal moment in my career that just needed to get done. And then I also just so happened to, it was, um, it's for this uh, hand-painted buzz wig that I made for this TV show um, for another designer, but I just so happened to have a buzz wig. I just so happened to, uh, I had already cut it. Like it was like ready to go. Like I just needed to paint it. Um, and I love it when someone like has an idea for something and like, I'm just so into that. Like that's what I mean, it's hard to say like, it's my job, yeah. But it's also just what I love to do. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's hard. It's not like I'm sitting behind a desk, like doing paperwork right. all day. Like, I love it. So, right. um, but I try not to do a lot of that, especially because it was the weekend. Um, and I try to spend that time with my kids, but sometimes you just have to get shit done, you know? So, um, you sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, yeah, that's oh, So I was going to say, uh, speaking of, kids uh you know and and you're talking about balance and stuff could you talk a little bit about you know what it's like running your own I mean you're you're completely uh like I mean you have you're married you get kids um I'm not sure what other type of uh support systems you have but at the end of the day you're still you know doing your own thing it's not like you're going into like a salon or a suite where you have uh space is that correct your house yeah. you know, I work out of your house so so like you got the kids are at home at some during some of these times uh, could you talk a little bit about that because I know there's a lot of uh, mothers out there listening to this that are trying to pursue things and so I yeah. think it'd be cool if you could talk on that I can get emotional talking about it um <laughs> I sorry my I have this you hear that? I yeah. have these, these kittens and they like to play my piano. Um, <laughs> um, so let's see how far back I can go on that. But um, it's funny because when you asked me for a profile picture for all of this to, you know, for social media, I'm like, I literally have photos of my work of me like dressed up with my hair or I have photos of me with my kids. Like my life is my, my work and my family. And that's pretty much it. Like my alarm's going off right now about picking up a couple of them. Um, so when I first started having kids and all that, and obviously like even still, cause I have a six year old and I have four kids, but all different ages, um, it was all about them. You know, and it still is like a big part of it is, but I lost a lot of myself in that in just becoming a mom. And it was bizarre because I moved across the country, long story, watched the first season of this podcast interview, but um, I ended up like coming to a place where I really needed to find myself again, like just who I am just as me, like not as a mom, not as, you know, a wife, none of none of these things, but just like who I was again. And I think when I started to really tap into doing art on hair and just like, you know, applying music to those photos and just doing all these things, like listening to music that I used to like. And like, I just like found myself again. And um, so I love that, love that for me. Um, <laughs> but 
I'm also still a mom, you know? So it is like this juggle between the two. And I work from home because there's literally no way I could do what I do if I didn't. Sometimes I like, for example, like right now I have to go pick up my my kids and I'll take a break from work and then I'll come home and I'll feed them and hang out with them and then make dinner. And then sometimes I try not to do, I try to be done with work by the time they get home, but it just depends. And sometimes like I'll, they'll go to bed and I'll start working on something, you know, for a couple hours at night. Um, it's very, it's hard to say like the day of the day of like my schedule and what I do, because it's so much between the two, like I'll be, you know, do it, you know, and it's, and too, with my process with design on hair, um, there's a lot of downtime in between certain pieces and certain things where things need to dry. And so I'll work on a little piece of something. I'll go make dinner. I'll, you know, rinse that wig out. I'll, you know, read a book to my kids in bed. Like it's, like this juggling act for sure um work-life balance I feel like it doesn't really exist I think uh you know like I do realize like right now I'm in the time of my career where I really just have to um just work and I'm also you know but I it's I love what I do so much that that like fuels every aspect of my life like there's been times in my life where I didn't work at all and I've been depressed and I haven't been the greatest anything to anyone, you know? Um, and like, you know, 2020, especially 2021, like that was a really hard year for me. And I took like a break from work and everything. And I, I'm so much better. I function so much better when I'm doing things that I love. Um, it fuels me to do, you know, to be a better mom. Nice. <clears throat> nice. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, okay, so in the last few minutes we have remaining, you have about 10 minutes, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Like so, all right, well, in the last minutes that are remaining, um, I'm curious to know, like, if, uh, you know, if anybody's thinking, like, they, they love your story, and uh, maybe they're going to take your class, or I don't know, something, or maybe they're already kind of playing around with different type of design ideas, uh, is there anything that you have to like you would say to a person like like that uh, in that pro in that space right now? 100% because that was me. That was me. So I feel like. Sorry, I don't know if you can. Can you still see me? <laughs> yeah, I can see. You. OK, my 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 computer is like going to die soon. But um, that was so much me. So I can completely relate with that. And um, I would say, take my education. I would say sign up because even if it's a, there's so many reasons. Um, I wish I had what I'm giving to people now because even if say you're not ready for like maybe what I'm doing today, um, everybody starts somewhere and where you're starting at is where exactly where you should be in that moment in time. Um, whether it's just, you know, working in your house and painting on wefts and, just doing it for yourself and like really honing in on your technique and figuring out, you know, your own artistic style, like that's where you're at. And like, that's what you would get from my education. If you're ready to pursue more, um, work more with, you know, different types of clientele and like really figure out like how to, um, how to go about doing that. That's what you would get from my education. There's like such a wide 
variety of like what you can get from my education because it's like literally starting from the bottom and working your way up it's like it's all in there um so anyone and everyone i feel like um can genuinely get something from my education like people will say well i work behind the chair or i do hair i don't work on wigs like would this be beneficial 100 percent because there are things that i'm doing it, you could do it on regular hair you could do it on wigs you could do it on whatever um so i would hate for people to think that it's just about wigs um it's really so much more than that it's mentoring it's you know how to leverage things it's inspiration it's motivation it's technique it's so many things that you can get from it how, how about um how about if a someone is currently working with some sort of design uh aspect like um i mean it could be somebody that does uh i mean i guess it could we could be talking about someone that does somebody else's hair um uh, like a client but let's just say that someone's putting a lot of time and energy into like figuring out what the design is going to be you know how like what the material they need to work with is practicing with that material etc cetera, etc cetera. and they have a customer that is unhappy with the results one has that ever happened to you and two how does someone deal how does how do you handle that so number one um don't practice on clients okay <laughs> you should be practicing whether you do wigs or not if even if you're just doing you know if you're working behind the chair i don't think you should go you should come back from a class of any kind of anything and be like oh hey i learned this i saw this done let's try it out on you like those people are paying you um not to try something out on them you know what i mean like you should have doll heads at home you should have wefts that you work on things that you practice on and then once you get good enough at that then you would do that on a client and that's the part i think that people like kind of forget about is like and that's why i think a lot of people don't use techniques they they see done in classes and they don't implement them into their everyday behind the chair because they're not practicing that on their downtime and if you really want to get ahead um, and be successful and, you know, stay up on the trends and like, you know, be at the top of your game in that way, you have to, you have to put in the time um, somewhere and not on pain points. <laughs> um, and same for me, you know, I have plenty of wigs that I've dyed black because I messed them up, but they weren't for, they weren't for paying clients. I didn't take on or pursue paying clients until I was in a place of literally painting and working for hours every day for a couple of years, just oh, wow. on, on learning my technique. Yeah, so that's just part of that's just part of the career. You have to put in that time. Have you had? Have you ever had anybody be like, "Oh, uh, this isn't quite what I wanted"? No, I mean, oh, wow. no. look at you! <laughs> don't don't jinx me. So, uh, so well, no, how because well, the reason is because like literally, if I showed you my sketches. They look exactly like the wigs that I come that okay. I because that's the that's the level of practice I put in in the beginning. Like I've put I've gotten to a point where it is literally um I know exactly what to expect. I know exactly how it's gonna come out. You're gonna jinx me. Like my cat's no, 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 like, so it's it's kind of <laughs> like a, like a tattoo artist. Like you go in yeah. design and then it is what it is. Like it if is you what, like yeah. it, I guess you can like cover it up and have it redone, but I'm assuming you're gonna pay for that. I mean, unless someone makes a mistake, I guess. Yeah. Right. 
So let's yeah. just, so so the follow up. This is like a such a business uh, question, administrative question. Is there any sort of like forms or documents that they sign to like uh, to protect you from anything along these lines at all? Um, like all sales no. are final or anything like that. No, um, I I will say, and I have told people, you know, depending on what it is I'm doing, especially in the beginning, I'd be like, you know, if you end up getting this and say it doesn't sit right on your head and it doesn't look right, um, you can send it back and I'll, you'll get a full refund because I know I can also use that wig for something else. So it's, I would never want someone to pay me for something that they weren't happy with ever. Oh. And I mean, we're talking about, you know, like thousands of dollars here. Like you can't do that. Right. And you, you would lose that client. Right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's like a 100% guarantee, I guess, you know, yeah. um, and it depends on the client too. Like as far as, you know, contracts and NDAs and things like that. Um, I've worked with fashion designers where I sign NDAs. Um, you know, it just depends on the person. Um, I don't have a problem with that. Um, because they don't want anyone to know that you're the one who made the wigs for the no not that it's more like they're showing me their designs before they oh, come okay. out with like color okay. schemes stuff like that um it is kind of funny because i just got someone that wanted me to do a buzz wig like the one i did for this fashion designer which i didn't sign contracts with this particular designer but i felt like you know like that wouldn't be a good idea for me as far as like a working with that fashion designer again which is my client now um that would be stupid on my part even though legally I technically probably could like that just would be dumb to do um and I like to also just personalize and make things for people that are unique to them whether they realize it or not like that puts more intention and purpose and it makes it more meaningful for them um for example, this buzz wig that I just did, um, that's, that was the case. And I was like, you know what, like, let's play around with the color scheme. Let me change this around a little bit. Like, tell me a little bit more about you and your story and like what this is for. And I'll come up with something, you know, for you. And so I, I ended up like incorporating the name of the show into this design of this buzz wig that I just painted, but I did it in a way that was very, you can't necessarily tell that it, that that's what it says. It's not that literal, but it still like had the swirlies and like, you know, just the color variations um, and they loved it. And I can tell when I'm talking to somebody, if they like something, like if they like it and they're like, okay, like that's good enough. But I know like that I can wow people. Yeah. Sounds, sounds cocky, but I can tell, <laughs> I can tell when someone is wowed. Yeah. And I can tell the person isn't wow, but they're happy. They don't even know I can wow them more. I'm like, no, this isn't good enough. Like, I'll draw something up and I'll be like, okay, like, how about this? This is what I want to do, blah, blah, blah. Um, because they also don't know what I can do on hair, like, until right. it's been done, until it's been done. And like, that's a lot of when you work with people is nobody, a lot of times people aren't going to hire you for things that you you could possibly do. They're going to hire you for things that they've seen you do. Yeah. So I try to like take that and then like twist it into making it more personal. So nice. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show today. Um, this is really good. Was uh, Before we sign off, because I know you got to go uh, get on with your day, and I really do appreciate you taking the time, uh, especially a second for a second round. Uh, what, uh, if, just like to sign off, is there any like last things you'd like to say 
uh, any sort of advice or message that you want to deliver or addition to your story that you'd like to add that you didn't get to add? Oh, uh, yeah, I would say that um, <laughs> anything is possible. Honestly, if you're struggling or you're not happy with a certain aspect of, I'm assuming most of the people listening to this are going to be hairdressers, but I guess really in whatever, um, just really tune into yourself, tap into yourself, figure out what you love, what you like, like, you know, really figure out um, and pursue those things and implement those things into your life. And it'll not only change like your career, but it'll just overall change you know, your life and just like the constant pursuit of following your dreams. I think those things are so tangible now. Um, social media gets a bad rap, but honestly, like it has made anything possible for anybody as long as you put in the work and it's not going to be easy, but it's, it's like, to, <laughs> this is the way like Star Wars, um, <laughs> but it's the only, I couldn't imagine not, you know? And uh, when you get to that level of like just pure joy and what you do by following your heart, um, it doesn't even matter if it's hard work, you know, because you love it. Nice. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This was great uh, conversation and I'm sure uh, plenty of people will uh, really appreciate your story and probably uh, learn a few things. And uh, so thank you. No problem. I hope so. Um, all right well until i want to thank you again and uh th and next time until next time uh, i want to wish you a good day for sure you too all right bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.